Hey guys, welcome to Tender Talks. So great to have you here with us today where we lead the conversations that matter. Today is our first episode, episode number one. I'm so excited. It's just going to be an amazing journey. Last month we had our testing, testing, one, two, three. Right now we're just ready to jump straight into it. And in the spirit of social distancing, this episode is proudly broadcasted from the vicinity of my home. Yes, guys, we are keeping safe in this horrible time. We have to self-isolate. We have to quarantine ourselves. And, you know, we just have to save, stay safe for the betterment of our community and the world as a whole. You know, just looking into this coronavirus pandemic from the time that it started, which is around about end of December to now... I believe my attitude towards it has extremely changed. I've had, you know, varying moments of beliefs and views and visions on what this was. And, you know, it's really amazing and also scary to see how much everything has changed, how much everything has molded our lives. You know, we recently had the government issue a statement for schools and tertiary institutions to be closed today for the purpose of actually trying to curb the the spread of the disease. I'm actually a student at the University of Zimbabwe. So, you know, I left today, it was packed. You know, there were buses all along campus, uh, people trying to get into Mazupko or Makombi, and it was just so stressful. Even getting into town, you know, you were seeing school kids with their their parents or guardians, and, you know, they had their trunks for those who were coming from boarding school. And it's been such a hectic moment. you know in that moment that's when you really realize that wow this is real this is happening and we actually have to take this seriously it was actually really funny to actually think about what has been happening in the past week trying to document it and like really see what has happened because um i remember i think it was last week friday that there was a circular that went around for a covid19 shutdown party um and you know, though we were taking it as a joke, I'm pretty sure everyone took it lightly. Like, you know, well, we're just going to shut down. We're just going to be a hundred. But now you see the effects of that. And it's, it's kind of crazy to see how much could have happened, you know, because I'm really trying to do the mathematics and the statistics of it right now. So I'm like, okay, if one person went to the club, they come back on campus. They're probably going to greet like 10 to 15 people in their day regularly. You then go, those people are going to be 10 to 15. And the ripple effect just continues. And, you know, it gets to such a critical point that you don't know where you're going to contract it from. Everyone is a potential suspect and it's so dangerous. And uh, we really do need to take precautions and measures to be actively involved, especially in the social distancing, especially in staying home if we can. And um, really trying to curb this disease because it has had devastating effects. It was so sad to hear the news of Zoruma Kamba dying last um, last afternoon, and I think that really created that sense of urgency within not only my Zimbabweans but the regional community. Because to be honest, um, I also include myself as part of that statistic, but I do know that there was a point in time when the global black community was very ignorant towards this you know they had this attitude that you know this won't affect me this is a white person disease and it's not gonna you know it's not gonna do anything and believe me even i was part of that and i really did believe that and um 
you know, seeing this type of news now coming out, it's really making people realize, ah, this is real. Ah, you know, I can't be playing around with life like that. And knowing how much um, it's going to affect others, because personally for me, if I think about my family, if I think about, you know, the elders within my family, they're more prone and susceptible to contracting this. And, you know, it's just putting them at further risk. So what do I have to do? What's my role in society to make sure that I prevent this? What's my role to make sure that I actually put the actual steps to make sure that, you know, it's going to be contained? And yeah, it's pretty crazy. And, um... It's, it's a moment of, of truth and realization. And I think we really, have to, we really have to be doing something about this. So I just wanted to give some basic facts about what's happening right now. According to the World Health Organization, they have actually mentioned that their latest numbers as of 1651 were that there are globally 332,930 confirmed cases and there have been 14,510 deaths. Uh, within the African region, there have been 990 confirmed cases and 23 deaths. And we both know that statistics are there, but that doesn't mean that's the full number. So we very much well know that there are much more than that. And um, as you can see, it's increasing at an exponential and we really, really have to be careful about this. One thing that I would like to recommend um, the World Health Organization for doing is that they've created a WhatsApp platform for anyone who is on WhatsApp to get to know facts about what's happening, to get to know either uh, the latest numbers, how to protect yourself, your questions answered, myth busters, travel advice, and so forth. And I think that has really uh, created such a good platform for people to actually understand what's happening because we do know in those moments uh, there's a lot of fake news, there's a lot of tit-tat talking, and sometimes it's really hard to find out what's really happening and what is actually there and what's not. But um, yeah, big up to World Health Organization for doing that. It's helping me, it's helping a lot of people, and I hope it helps you too. So just going into the symptoms of the coronavirus, COVID-19, they include fever, tiredness, and dry cough. But most people, usually 80%, recover from the disease without needing special treatment. And uh, when it is a serious condition, such as in the moment where people are immunosuppressed and they are sick and have pre-existing conditions, it can be fatal. Like I said earlier, older people and people with conditions such as asthma, diabetes, or even heart disease may be more vulnerable and can become severely ill. So, like I said, we are a knitted community. I'm pretty sure we have family members who are not so well. We have family members who may not be as healthy or as up to par with their health. And exposing them to this kind of thing can be very deadly and you know you you may not even want to do that but because of how fast and how invisible i can say it is you never know how you're going to contract it so this is why people are urging us to stay at home this is why people are urging us to be safe and to be within our communities alone self-isolate be important and really 
take care and measure into this because even now when we look into Zimbabwe you know looking locally and seeing how crazy this is you know the fear is really setting in because when we look at the Zimbabwean healthcare system it is completely non-existent and you know the lack of medical resources is making this so difficult and this might have a really big blow not only locally but you know continentally and if we look at the stats at the Wilkins Hospital, if we look at Parrenyatwa, if we just look at the availability of resources, we do not have enough ventilators, we don't have enough oxygen, we don't have the things that we need for people to be treated. You know, we're not in the same position as first world countries or even second world countries. And we are at such a more vulnerable position because our population is filled with a lot of people who have HIV. These people are immunosuppressed, these people are more vulnerable. And we are really not realizing the reality of this and i think it's really time for us to raise awareness and actually talk about this and be serious about it and stay at home you know and what i really want to know is what are the active measures that the government is taking to make sure that we curb this because it's a really frightening moment and you know of course it's unexpected a pandemic is really unexpected but what are the emergency systems that have been created i actually took this note from so that his facebook post and um you know he was asking you know, what's happening to the mobilization of food water and basic medical resources um is there any commissioning of the army to set up distribution centers and health evacuation mechanisms is there availability of electricity and water these are questions we should be asking these are ways in which we should be looking to how the prevention is actually taking place what are the active measures being taken to make sure that we curb this and um in fact yesterday uh when the president of zimbabwe is actually addressing the nation he said that he ordered the closure of bars as well as you know, school and tertiary institutions have been closed the government was con- also considering shutting down popular open markets such as Mbarek, and um, also deploying health security personnel to enforce high levels of hygiene you also mentioned that while borders remain open to essential traffic both in and out of the country non-essential travel is banned except for cargo so this will not affect the returning residents and um, he said that all returning residents will go through strict screening procedures with 21 days in quarantine and that must not be breached but for me that's that's kind of an issue because um one thing that the world health organization also highlighted is that thermal scanners do not detect the presence of coronavirus i think i have been to about two hotels within the past week uh for a couple of events that i was attending and i did notice that all they gave us was hand sanitizers and um, they checked our temperature but that's not enough of course it's a hotel but um i'm also thinking on the medical level you know a lot of people are reporting that when we go to wilkins they're not doing the proper procedures that test if you have coronavirus and it becomes very dangerous because this is what it is and we really have to understand that our country may not really be prepared to handle this and um it's crazy it's really crazy and it's something that we should be very worried and careful about now we do know that our 
brother or should we call it sister south africa has initiated a 21 day lockdown is implemented by zero Alaposa. and though that is good that means there's not going to be any business there's not going to be any school or are just going to shut down which i think is going to be a very effective way in which we can curb the disease but um though it may be to some extent effective in south africa really thinking on the economic level that Zimbabwe is at if Zimbabwe was to implement such a structure to take place although it would be effective on the medical aspect and thinking about how hard how pressing it is going to be upon the economy you know because we as a country can simply not afford to have a lockdown we are already receding as we are so to have total closure is total madness and you know i think it's a very trying time uh to even think about this if you even think about our informal sector informal sector forms majority of our population we've got our vendors we've got our conductors we've got the people who are in the streets who need to be in the streets who depend on them to some extent i i really do think that self-isolation or quarantine or being able to afford to be at home is somewhat a privilege in this kind of setup because there are a lot of people who can't afford to not think it's a maputi or masepi who can't afford to not be at work and you know it's it's really sad to see how damaging this is because i'm thinking this lady her sales for today are probably going to push her for the next week this man he needs to be there in the early morning he needs to interact with people he needs to be there and it's it's going to be very hard and you know that's why i really want to know what are the measures that zimbabwe is going to take the government is going to take to make sure that this is going to help the economy this is not going to kill it this is going to keep people on their foot and you know it's it's really saddening to hear this but um on a brighter note looking to our brother south africa they actually have been doing a lot of things not only including their lockdown but i know for a number of banks they have been having a lot of assistance we know that standard bank is really shining with what they have done they actually have a 90-day payment relief for small to medium businesses with a turnover of less than 20 million rand they also have student loan relief and that basically means that between april and june they will not pay interest for their student loans so thumbs up to standard bank for doing that we just hope that more can be done by our community to make sure that you know we can all be protected we can all work together to make sure that we can make it out alive in these trying times so yeah it's it's really sad um and you know this is my day one of quarantine just got back home from school and um it's 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 something but i think it's for the better good you know i've really been on the social media for now yeah wi-fi is definitely going to be going to be a limiting factor but um i've been seeing a lot of people doing challenges uh there's this toilet paper challenge a lot of families getting together dancing and all of that and you know though that's fun i i, I still do have my heart slowly um crying for those who are actually really facing challenges you know it's good that we're staying at home but it would be really also amazing to extend a prayer or just a thought to those who are going through this time trying times 
and um you know actually think of what we can do within our time that we're not going to be uh within the streets as to how we can act what we can do you know i know a lot of people want to work on their school some of us have got assignments that are going to be waiting for us packed and heavy when we come back so yeah for me i really have to focus on my practicals and my write-ups and everything um but even if it's on a personal level i think this is a time to reflect um i know churches banned for more than 100 i do believe that they've actually limited it now to 50 more than 50 people um is banned in terms of gatherings weddings have been banned social events everything it really has messed up the events industry but you know we all know it's for the greater good but um within this time that we're at home really would like to ask ourselves what can we do you know um for our religious and spiritual people this is a time to reflect. This is a time to call back to our roots. This is a time to really ponder on what's happening. Um, and even on, uh, can I say, non-spiritual level, in which ways can we improve ourselves? You know, this is not just a time to fall asleep, be on our phone for hours and get bored and not find anything to do. Rather, think of how we can contribute to society from our own vicinities think about what online course you can do think about what um thing you can do from home start an arts and crafts you know kind of hobby start something that you've never done before try out something new learn how to cook get along with your siblings you know there is so much positivity that can breed out of this negativity ways that we can improve ourselves ways that we can improve our communities and uh, i think that's really important for us to consider you know personally for me i really want to work on my writing uh, i really want to work on my screenwriting really want to connect with the people that i lost connection with because you know school can get really busy but yeah facetime guys whatsapp video calls skype vibe do people still use that i don't i don't know but you know just it's the time right now to self-reflect it's the time to work on ourselves and use it to good use uh i do know that a lot of people who are working from home however there are ways in which you can set up your own little office there are ways in which you can continue what you're doing digitally of course it's not going to be as effective but you can make certain ways in which you can actually do something so really want to know what are you guys doing to make sure that you're keeping yourself busy and um yeah what are you doing it, it's it's quite scary but it's a time to also look towards hope and faith and see what we can do and um yeah i just wanted to end with actually an experience that i had I think it was yesterday I went to Greenbridge with my friends because, you know, we were preparing to go back, which was today, back home. And um, we were now in the shops and we're seeing everyone wearing masks and everyone, you know, with their gloves. And that's like the first time it really sunk into my system. Like, wow, this is really happening. But like another thing that I saw, which kind of annoyed me, was this issue of hoarding. Uh, I saw a man... Uh, whose name shall not be named because I don't know his name. He had about 15 bottles of sunlight, 15 bottles of handy andy. Like, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, we're not going, you know, 
to face an apocalypse. We are not going to put our supplies into a bunker and we're not going to be locked away for 15 months. This issue of hoarding is really getting to me because yeah, it's disadvantaging a lot of people. Uh, I know that in America, there have been a lot of issues with tissue paper, people hoarding hand sanitizer. And you know, sometimes though we do want to take care of ourselves, also think about the community and don't take unnecessary measures. You know, you don't need to take 15 bottles of, of Handy Andy. What are you going to do with them? Like, within a space of... I do believe that the lockdown might be in effect for about two months at most. Do you really need 15 bottles for two months? I just really need people to understand that sometimes you're being selfish. And it's really not necessary. And, um, you know, this, this issue also with gloves and masks, I've been hearing um, quite... A number of reports and cases and you know everyone saying that gloves and masks don't really help unless you are infected because apparently uh, according to cbc news they were saying that um our skin is the most defensive barrier better than man-made materials so when we use gloves gloves were latex gloves were initially made for doctors because doctors interact with their patients and as soon as they've done what they need to do they dispose of them but now using gloves on a daily basis or for a very long period of time it doesn't help anyone because eventually the virus or any particles or dust may still attach the glove and if you by any chance touch your mucous membranes which may be in your eyes your ears or your nose you will still contract the virus so um i do really recommend that masks should be used for people who are experiencing symptoms of them not just as a way to to feel like you're safe because it might actually have counter effects and now um just wanted to end with a good note on what some zimbabweans are doing people who are actually not manipulating and taking advantage of the situation to exploit people for actually doing good things we do know that there have been people who have actually partnered to make sure that we can help our zimbabweans demoyo and Kusika Tailoring have actually partnered to sew masks from scrap material donated to Wilkins Hospital and they're aiming to donate in bulk. So um, for anyone out there who's a tailor or designer, join the movement and do it together and contact them at 07766613308. So I think that's a really good initiative that some Zimbabwean people are actually doing to make sure that we stay as a community in this trying time and shout out to them for doing what is good so guys from the vicinity of my home from my very nice room that I have missed for these past four weeks since I started school I wish you all a safe time uh, please do be careful please be considerate and um allow yourselves to be healthy use this time to do something good either for yourself for your family for your community and you know let's increase awareness and um hope you guys have an amazing week this is tender.tat here with you on tender talks where we lead the conversations that matter peace out